Hello, everybody. I'm Kim. And I'm Sam. And welcome to Stop Running From This, a Ghost Adventures review podcast. Today, we've watched episode four of season one, The Old Idaho Penitentiary. Yes, I remember you were kind of worried about this last week. You you were a little mm. scared. Um, I don't like prisons. I don't think anybody likes prisons. Zach likes prisons. I like Eastern State. I don't want to go to Eastern State. Too bad you're going. No. We don't have a choice in this. <laughs> we're going to take a field trip. Yay, field trip. <laughs> but when it's warmer. Yeah, because it's, it's cold. It's too cold. It's New York is cold, y'all. Yeah. But yeah, so today we watched the old Idaho Penitentiary, uh, which is in Idaho. (laughs) Boise, to be particular. Okay, so the episode description is, Old Idaho Penitentiary in Boise once housed killers destined for the gallows. Zach, Nick, and Aaron confront the evil left behind on death row, solitary confinement, and a building with the chilling nickname of Siberia. Also, it annoys me that they don't use the Oxford comma. Sorry, I will fight to the death over the Oxford comma. No, I'm here for Oxford commas, too. Um, Also, considering that they have Siberia in the description, it really doesn't come up that much. They're just, like, saying, like, yeah, I'm going to Siberia over and over and over again. But I don't think... Well, I mean, Siberia is just the nickname for solitary confinement. No. Um, Which... Was kind of fucked up. And we'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah, solitary confinement. Not ethical. Uh, yeah, so, oh, I don't know. Mm, ethical and appropriate punishment depending on the crime. No, it's not good for people to be by themselves. I repeat, <laughs> ethical versus. You, you know my thoughts on this. I'm against the death penalty because I feel like there are things way worse than death that you can do, like solitary confinement. Yeah, solitary confinement, way worse than death. Way worse. Way, way worse. The, great, the worst thing you could do to a human being is leave them alone with themselves. In a dark hole. Yes. Um, I swear I'm not an evil mastermind. I'm actually a very nice person. Okay, so yes, Kim is a very nice person. <laughs> not an evil mastermind? We've been saying this since high school, that you are probably an evil mastermind. Well, I haven't created a plague to wipe out the world yet. Yet. Alright, so I wanna I wanna start going into this because the first portion of this Okay, the first act of this three act play <laughs> is is really good. The third act is kind of there. But the first act is very good, where they're doing their interviews and scoping out the place and giving you the history. Um these interviews are shorter. I've noticed. I have less about the, the people and their personalities and more about the information. Which, which is not a bad thing. No, it's actually kind of nice because it, it kept it kept the pace up. Yeah. I think it was um, Sloss Furnace where we spend like five ever learning about the history. It kind of dragged well, on. Sloss Furnace had a lot of history. Yes, and it was cool history and that dude was very excited to tell us how everyone died in graphic detail. Because, you know, thank you OSHA. <laughs> this episode brought to you by OSHA. Again. <laughs> um, but it's it's really great. I just want to mention, we're recording this one in the daylight, which is so nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
It is, except I went kickboxing this morning, and so I'm a little bit out of it. Because, like, normally by now, I've had time to recover. <laughs> um, I pretty much went kickboxing, ate lunch, took a shower, and then went to go get you. And now I'm here. And But you're very perky. Yes, I slept in. <laughs> you slept in, and, like, they're not ready to go to bed. It's not my bedtime yet. The sun's still up. <laughs> the sky's awake, so I'm awake. You know she sat down at the middle of the night, right? Yes, I know, because of the Aurora Borealis. Oh, good God. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, the first thing I noticed is that Zach actually has a Ghost Adventures Crew t-shirt. I thought was really cool. It's cute! And then, um, they, they seem to all have Ghost Adventures Crew t-shirts. Which I, is cool, because whoever is doing the camera on him, when they get someone else to do the camera, which I think is corny, but whatever, they can go with it, I'm cool. Uh, has Ghost Adventures crew on the back. And I know. It's they nice. have like a spooky font. They have a spooky font, and then like the front shirt of the shirt is. Um, Gak. Gak is um, <laughs> on top of a light that looks like a coffin. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good. It's a good t shirt design, honestly. And Especially for 2008. Let's remind everyone yeah. this is 2008. And this is a t shirt that fits well. Yeah. So. You were very excited about that. You got to see yes, biceps. Biceps. Honestly, I also just want everyone to be wearing clothes that, that works. Hold on, let me get a little closer. Yeah, so it's, I, I like seeing people in clothes that, that dress them well. Yeah, also they're like, oh yeah, so they're doing interviews. I'm like, yeah, so we kept hearing what sounded like plumbing noises, except there's no plumbing in this building. And I'm like, wait, what? I don't know why that bothered me, but I heard no plumbing. I'm just like, okay, so I know this is not a functioning prison. And I'm assuming they had plumbing when it was a functioning prison, because they keep mentioning showers, and, you know, the hooks with the pipes, but just, no plumbing? I, don't they have bathrooms for the employees somewhere? You gotta go outside. In the woods? In the woods. Like nature intended? Like nature intended as a whole. Well, I mean, they have a surprising number of women on staff. I don't think they... Well, I mean, they, they do have that rose garden. <laughs> Uh, I learned recently. Yes. That it's very hard to keep roses indoors unless you feed them blood. I'm sorry, what now? Yes, roses like blood. Um <laughs> Roses won't survive indoors without blood. Um Erin told me this. Um What? She won't let me get roses now. What? <laughs> I just want roses. What? Give me blood. Blood. Gallons of the stuff. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but also while they're having this interview, uh, there seems to be this woman's like, yeah, and so there was a painting, and I went in to grab it, and I felt someone going through my hair, and I'm just like, nope. Yeah, I would have. I wouldn't still be on staff. They, I, I mean, I don't know. I would, but I also like. No, no, no. See, a priest put his finger through my hair and now I don't go back to church. <laughs> Living, dead, no touching. No touching! No touching. No touching. Uh, but yeah, no, it's like unconsistent touch, just no. Mm-mm. And then another woman got shoved. But before they got to the other woman getting shoved, I did love Zach's comment of, well, you know, they, they're all men here, so it's been a while since they've seen a woman. And I'm like, I know what you're going for, but also, are you not trying to flirt with her? It was the creepiest thing ever. Like, they haven't seen a woman in years. Like, it's like, yes, but you didn't have to say that. Uh, 
Aw, where are you going with this, Zachary? I don't think that's his name. I think he's just Zach. I don't know. But I like having a long form sometimes. I don't know. Well, that's what I use bagel bites for. Bagel bites? Where are you going with this? Does that make it okay? Like, what? what? No. No. I don't think he said it made it okay. I no, think but he... he was saying it very like, well, they haven't seen a woman in years. Like, I... well, the way I took it wasn't that, you know, he thought a it was... man has needs. Yes. It wasn't <laughs> that it was okay. It was they they had a mighty need. <laughs> the, the ghosts here are fucky. <laughs> They're horny, bro! <laughs> Even ghosts gotta get some? Uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so another lady got shoved pretty hard. And my favorite line is she sits there and she goes, Yeah, I mean, who knows who was jailed here? I'm like, Well, you know, it's, it's public records. record. We, we know exactly who was jailed there, but I understand your point. Yeah. Um, and then we have the. Not detective. Reporter who yeah. is saw a giant light in the rose bushes. Oh, wait, it's just an orb. Yeah, it, I think it's an aura, but, like, the thing was, he... He got a headache. Yeah, he did. He got a massive headache. felt like somebody was squeezing his head. He looked a little bit like Ray Romano. He did look like Ray Romano. His shirt even fit like a Ray Romano shirt. Thankfully, he did not have the accent, because no. I don't think I would have survived. No. There was a lot of laughing in this episode. We had to pause. Several times. It was good. Um, and then we get to the history. The historian was super cute. Yeah, Ellen, she was super sweet. And, like, everything she said was gold. And I don't even mean, like, funny gold. I mean, just, like, it was perfect. Yeah. He's like, she's like, yeah, and they did hard labor. You know, when we said you were confined, or you were convicted of hard labor, we may have meant it. So here's Siberia. <laughs> no, I love that. I love that so much. He's like, wow, that must have been hard labor. He's like, when we said hard labor, we meant hard labor. And I'm like, I have so much respect for you, Ellen. Yeah, and like as she's going through the tour, she's like, Yeah, so I was standing on the gallows and I felt something. We're just like, You no, were no. doing what now? Yeah, so I was standing on the top door under the, the noose and the gallows, and I'm telling them the story, and the door outside just slams, and that's weird. I'm a skeptic. Like, Ellen, you're so great. Um, we love you, Ellen. We just want you to let you know that. <laughs> she just casually mentions that like a man was gang raped to death in the showers. Yeah, we had to do a double take. So actually, Zach did double take. Zach did double take. He's like, wait, I'm sorry, did you say gang rape to death? <laughs> and I was also writing to death? Which, yeah, don't. No. No, and then. It could happen. Also, when they were talking about solitary, she's like, yeah, no, I was like, the mask is supposed to be like 30 days, but people have spent over a year sometimes. And I'm like, no. People, you know, went crazy and committed suicide. I'm just like, no shit. Mm-hmm. Solitary confinement will do that. That's kind of what it's meant to do. And then they came to um, uh, one of the uh, caretakers who apparently ghosts would lock him out of the building, <laughs> which all I could think of was just, oh my god, the ghosts are angsty teenagers. Because all I could think of is, I don't want you to tell me what to do, Mom! And, like, lock the door. You're not my real father. <laughs> but also, like, if I worked there and, like, I kept getting locked out from a door that shouldn't be locked, I'd be really pissed. And he was kind of nonchalant about it. He's like, yeah, no, it happens. It's like, yeah, it made me interested in what was going on here. 
the breakers flip themselves overnight while I'm gone. And that's confusing because breakers just don't flip themselves. And I'm like, you're right, dude. They don't unless you blow a fuse, which, you know. He kind of reminded me of General Hux. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Then they move on to spending, like, forever talking about, like, the star killer of old Idaho penitentiary. Okay, so ten people, ten out of ele- uh, eleven in 2008, of, like, Idaho has only executed eleven people, and ten was in this penitentiary, and their star was this one guy who stabbed a woman to death with a two-and-a-half-inch pocket knife. Thirty-seven times, and seven for spinal cord. With a two-and-a-half-inch pocket knife. Which, that's dedication. That's terrifying. Like, it is, but that, like, that, that's dedication and commitment right there. That's a pocket knife that's legal in New York City. Yes. Like, um, dislike. Yeah, I know. And apparently he, his name was Ray Snowden, and so, of course, this was pre- pre- before this the Edward. Yeah, this is before the whole Edward Snowden thing, which, you know, crime apparently runs in the family. I really wonder if they're related, but I don't want to Google it and be told that they're not, so. <laughs> See, I don't want to Google it and be told that they are, so. No, I want to live believing that they are. So, yeah, so. Yeah, Grace so, Snowden haunts all the things. Yeah, so they go to the bar where he picked up, picked up the woman that he stabbed to death in a two and a half into that Um, night. Caroline, I think her name was. Yeah. Which... She sounds, that's such a cute name. I know. So, so he sad. picked her up at a bar and then, you know, brutally murdered her and then went to a cigar shop to use the bathroom and dispose of the weapon. So he also haunts the, the cigar shop. Yeah, apparently he haunts the bar. He haunts the cigar shop. And he haunts the prison. And, yeah. He's just a very busy ghost. Yeah. And they really spent a long time talking about, like, they went to all of these locations. To specifically go and be like, this place also claims to be haunted by Snowden. Here's a man who works here. Um, yeah, they were really hyping up Snowden. Also, like, we'll get to it later, but Zach had, like, a weird obsession with uh, his last words. So they're like, do you have any last words? And then I guess either he was thinking too long, and they're like, fuck it, we don't care. They threw the hit on a, hood on him and, and the robe, and we're like, okay, so he, dead time. He either didn't have any last words, or he really didn't get the chance to say them. Yeah. So that's where that comes from. So yeah, so... Oh, and I think this is where we should mention that um, it seems like they mismeasured the rope because he strangled us with his neck breaking. Yeah, so... And Zach gets really obsessed with that, too. Which, admittedly, that's a terrible way to die. That's the way. Like, if... If your neck snaps, you're dead. Like yeah. So essentially, fast. how gals work is through cervical dislocation. You get hung, your neck immediately snaps, and you die. Um, it is not by strangulation. Yeah. If you if your neck doesn't break, you strangle. And I will tell you, cervical dislocation is a relatively quick and painless death. Like a guillotine. Yeah. I I may have had to do cervical dislocation a couple times. I love the things that you do. Why? <laughs> <laughs> when did this come up? Uh, me doing some consultation? Well, when I was dealing with mice, because we were looking at heart conditions. Oh, we couldn't, couldn't do anything that would... Yeah, so we couldn't do a gas chamber, so we do cervical dislocation. So did you get really good at just hanging little mices? No, you do. you use like a scalpel and like kind of pull the tail. That's worse. 
that is worse than a miniature gallows for mice. I mean, they do have miniature guillotines. That sounds both cute and, ho- and awful. <laughs> yeah, for like people who study birds with little miniature guillotines. Um. Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> that so back when I was working with mice and had to do a lot of terrible things, I still kind of hate myself over. Oh, it's okay. It was for science. It was for science. It was so that we can have drugs to prevent heart attacks. But anyway. Okay, so Ellen is like, oh yeah, that rose garden where the guy had a headache. Which, um, I mean, also, that was a beautiful rose it garden. Was. I think it was my favorite part. I was like, that's such a pretty rose garden. To that's mark- where the old gallows used to be. <laughs> I was going to say, like, to mark where people died. Um, apparently people would, like... With most olden time executions, people like to bring their kids out to watch the murderer. Thought that they had much entertainment, so that's what they would do. They'd go like executions were public entertainment. Yeah, take a picnic lunch, teach your kids about morality, morality and mortality. Yeah, don't kill people, or you yourself will be hung, and everyone will point and laugh. We will all die one day. Some of us sooner than others. Anyway, okay, so, yeah, so we're all like, gonna die. Moving on. And Zach's like, we need to go up to that hill so we could get the view that these people had when they brought their children to watch people hang. Which, this, at this point, is very clear that they're trying to fill time. Yes. But this was just a glorious ten minutes yeah, like it's, of television. It is so, like, we need to run the clock a little bit. Um... And he takes it so seriously, and you go up there, and that's when you realize... Well, Zach actually, is terrified. First he says, if I fall, Nick, keep filming. And Nick's just like, okay. Yeah, Nick doesn't care. Do they have rattlesnakes this season? Yeah, probably. Do you so, have golf shoes? Track and track and track. Yeah, so... <laughs> He's a dork. He is such a dork. Also, we get Zach fear number two in this episode. Snakes. Specifically rattlesnakes. He has an obsession with rattlesnakes. Because to him, rattlesnake means poisonous. Yeah. Which I'm judging by the fact that he has no idea what a rattlesnake looks like. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah, he's like, if I hear a hissing, if I hear a rattle, if there's a snake, I'm running like a little girl. And he does! And it's great. So, but yeah, suddenly you get a shot of snake, 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 because it's, they're in the middle of Idaho. Apparently they have snakes in Idaho. Well, they're looking at a desert, I think, or by mountains. So, first of all, Zach sees a snake. He's like, oh my god, is that a rattlesnake? And so he decides to pick it up. Well, he first fucking he says, picks up the knife, the rattlesnake. I'm going to do something I've never done before. I'm going to face my fears. And he picks up the snake. He picks up the snake. That he thinks is a rattlesnake. By the tail, which... Spoiler alert, that's not how you pick up a snake. It's not a rattlesnake, because it doesn't have a rattle. Is it venomous? I'm I'm not practicing snake identification Yeah, it's like I... And not only that, we couldn't really get a good view of it, so I have no idea if it was venomous. It may have been. But also, like, it didn't have a rattle. It is not a rattlesnake, Zach. It is not a rattlesnake. Also, don't pick up the snake! Don't pick up, they have a warning, do not pick up wild snakes, which don't. And if you're going to pick up a snake, don't pick up the snake by the tail, 
They can still bite you that way, you idiot. Yeah. So Zach picks it up and he's like, no, no, go the other direction. Go the other direction. So finally he drops it and then he runs like a little girl. And as he's dropping it, he goes, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then he starts running like a little girl. And then he runs into another thing and he's like, ah, and runs in the other direction. And it's just glorious like to girl. watch. We, he has his hands up about, about pectoral high. <laughs> out away from his body. Kind of flouncing. So, like, have you ever seen a little girl, like, running through a meadow? That's how he's running! But he's not running from a meadow. He's essentially taking his invisible skirts and hiking them up to his chest. And... <laughs> and screaming. <laughs> and it's great because he sees snakes like, ah! Ah! And then he's like, the ground is moving. I swear to God, it's Indiana Jones. The ground is moving! And it's just... Oh my gosh. And then he says, you want to suck the venom out of me? No, no. Before that, okay. so he's like, no, we gotta be careful because there are venomous snakes and they're gonna bite you and then bam, we're dead. And he turns to Nick and goes, do you want to suck the venom out of me? And Nick says, I don't want to suck anything out of you. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. Oh, it's so good. So they do eventually get to the top. Well, I laughed so hard I bruised my thigh, pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. Oh, it was so good. It was just... We're sitting there. We had to stop several times just to laugh. We also went back and played it again. Because if you watch nothing out of this episode, just watch those ten minutes. It'll be the best ten minutes of your day. They they are beautiful. (laughs) It is absolutely beautiful. And it's... Especially when Zach just like the ground is moving. The, the ground, ground is, is moving. moving. I wish I could see Nick and Aaron's faces because they're probably <laughs> just pissing themselves. They're probably giving that side eye. You like you know what I'm talking about when you're looking at the camera that's not there, just like really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so he gets up to the top of the roof, like Kim was saying, and it's all for like one corny line about like people came out here for a good time. We're more interested in the people who died. I mean, it's Zach Bagans. Of course, he's going to be a corn ball. All of the narration is super corny. Oh my god, it's just—it's so much. Corn. It's such a good episode for the corn. Oh my god, there's so much corn. No, oh, yeah. So that ends the first act. Our poop is going to be filled with corn now. Yeah, like it's just going to be straight <laughs> corn. <laughs> oh, that ends the first—the first act. The best act, honestly, because it's so light and cheerful. Um, and then when it's lockdown time. And when they're locking themselves down, first of all, Ellen comes back to lock them in. And she fist bumps them as they're going in, which I thought was great. It's adorable. So they're doing the lockdown. They're placing their X cameras. And the sky is frowning at them, which is just like, oh, a great image. Doesn't it look like two eyes? And kids like, ew. Face. So we're here, like, clapping for the sky, essentially. <laughs> like, yeah, it's found at them. Yes. Well, they, they look like, they were freaked out. They were, like, kind of entertained. It's like, look, these guys giving us evil eyes. It's like, it's watching us. And we're like, yeah, sky. It was actually kind of great. And they're going, well, first they're like, we have a map. And now we have to mark all the locations that we marked with X's. We have to be organized on a place this big. I'm like, you'd literally just show this how not organized you are. That you didn't take the map with you the first time to put where these wait, X's are. Wait, wait, it gets better. So, they're like, we have to be organized. So, they're putting their X cameras, and they think they hear a noise in the Rose Garden. 
So Zack, of course, goes running in the dark to find the source of the noise, and he clotheslines himself on a rope. <laughs> it is the first of our off-camera count. Um, and he he just wipes the fuck out. It it was great. He's like, um, watch out for the rope, guys. Yeah, and then like, yeah, we're hearing like screams and like laughter. Yeah, you don't hear any of that. So mm. yeah. They also have Zach being like, I like being in here. It's so dark and medieval. And Aaron's like, he's crazy. <laughs> and I don't think Aaron was choking, honestly. No, because you know what Zach does after that? <laughs> Zach decides, okay, you know what? I got an idea. You know the shower where the dude is gang raped to death? And Aaron goes, yeah, we should put someone in there. And you see Aaron's... I get why. He's like, you know what that means? He's like, you're, you're putting me in there, aren't you? Zach's like, yes, we are! He puts him in and he closes the door. And then he's like, Spirit, since you've been so loud or whatever, this is our gift to you. Our gift to you is Aaron. And Aaron's response is just, dude! No, and- it's not dude. It's even better than that. He's like, we, our gift to you is Aaron. And Aaron just has a look. First, his look is like, he has the look of dude. And then he goes, Dude. And it's, it's great. It's, it's just so bad. It's so then, of course, Zach keeps going on about how, you know, Aaron is a gift to them. What's great is that it's even in the narration. It's like, so we gave Aaron, a, so, so we gave Aaron to the ghost, which makes it sound like he was a sacrifice. <laughs> they put him in a white dress. And, no, <laughs> and he gets cut off in his gift narration. With Aaron saying, like, motherfucker or whatever. Uh, Because he feels, he has a water bottle in his back pocket and he feels like someone lifts it. And then lo and behold, they get a shadow on camera behind his ass. And I'm like, this is not okay. Nope. And then they leave him there. And Aaron's freaking out, like, dude, you better come back in 20 minutes. You better come back. And Zach's like, yeah, yeah, okay. I just, I just ditch him. And then, so of course, later, Zach's like, so Aaron's investigating the shower. I'm like, oh, so now he's not a sacrifice? Now he's investigating? Okay, Zach. Okay. Yeah, they hurt me, because he's in there like, so this is a place where someone died in a very violent and awful way that no one should die. Please don't hurt me. And we're just like, Aww. Yeah, and also, when they show the shadow figure, they enhance the image. But Zach actually correctly identifies the enhancement they used, kind of. They also brightened it up. And, but yeah. and so we increase, so we enhance the contrast. And I'm like, good for you, Zach! Yes. Good for you! He's learning his words. But yeah, so then I go back to Aaron. He's just in a little tiny place. He's so hurt me. He's so hurt me. Oh, it hurt my heart. It hurt my heart. Oh, but anyway, so Zach and Nick go exploring. And Zach keeps telling the girls... To come out and play. And I'm just like, Zach, they're grown ass men. Yeah. They are grown ass men. They are not little children. Please stop saying, come play with He's me. Like, yeah. Please stop saying He's that. He's telling the spirits to come out to play. He keeps saying the spirits are coming out to play. Like, it's like he learned a new phrase and now he's very, like, enamored with it. And it was deeply unsettling, especially since he just left his friend to get, like, spirit gang raped. Yeah. In a shower. Like, it was... He's a bad friend. Yes. Until they also cut back to Aaron at this point. <laughs> and good. Aaron is just like, you know, 
I feel bad. I'm sorry, dude. When you go out, you should not go out in the shower. And you should not go out naked. <laughs> and you can tell he's thinking about his morality. Mortality here in the shower. He's thinking about how he would like to go. And it is not in the shower. And it naked. is not naked. And it is not surrounded by men. No. But, yeah, Aaron, Aaron is a sweetheart. Aaron deserves better than he gets. He you know... And on his Instagram, he took his girlfriend to Disneyland for Sweethearts Night. Oh. And he's posting that on Instagram. It's like the cutest thing. See, Erin, we have your back. We do. Okay, and then we go to, to Nick being left alone, uh, where Zach calls an adorable little bat a Dracula bat. Because I really, I don't know what his problem is with bats. Probably the same problem he has with snakes. It was adorable. A lot of people have problems with bats. I mean, bats are so cute, but they also carry pretty much like every major disease. Well, yeah, they're like, with with wings. Like, no, seriously, Ebola is stored in bats. Hantavirus is stored in bats. Um, there are gang- there's a dengue virus is stored in bats. What we're saying is, if you see a cute bat, no matter how cute it is, do not touch the bat. Unless you're in a zoo. And the zookeeper is letting you touch the bat for, like, an exhibitor, like, a visitor yeah. experience. Unless you're with, like, a, a person who knows about this particular bat's, like, freaking vaccines. Yeah. But bats are so cute. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so That he, was actually kind of funny, because Nick's like, go on, get out of here. He leaves. This is really freaky. <laughs> right? Okay. Good job, Nick. <laughs> so yeah, so then Zach goes around, and he's just like... But no, no, it's Zach or Nick. No, was... Nick starts doing Zach style provocation, which I was like, really? Which is, I'm gonna lock you in here for 24 hours. You're not allowed out. And then a spirit says, hey, say what? Which I'm with the spirit on this one. It's like, who the fuck is this dude? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, they also get three noises in the span of six minutes. It sounds like a door. And uh, I'm getting Kim to start saying dislike to things. <laughs> she is. <laughs> I always just like dislike. I'm like, yes, dislike. <laughs> I'm successful. Oh, I have a question here. Okay. Does every spirit have, does every prison have a the hole? Um, kind of. Because like, I feel like every prison, they're like, and then this it, was the hole. But typically the hole refers to solitary. Yeah, but in this case it refers to like a place where there's Stuck men in like five or six deep. Yeah. Which I didn't like that. But it was in a big spot. Can you imagine like six to eight men in like a room smaller than a New York City studio? Um, yes. <laughs> that sounds awful. That it does sound awful unless they're computer nerds who all they do is sit in their chairs and like <laughs> You know I'm right. Like you know those you know what I'm thinking? Yeah, of. no, like if it's a land party, that's different. Yeah. But if it's just like grown ass men who maybe are avoiding the showers for really good reasons. Well, you know what they say, don't pop the soap. Or you might die, apparently. Which, well, that makes sense because if you're causing that much trauma to a person, especially. Sepsis. Well, not even sepsis. You're also, you might be result- have internal bleeding. Yeah. Like, it, it's not a thing that's like. That far fetched. No, no, no. They said gang rape to death, and I said to death, and then my brain said, Yes, here is a list of all the ways you could die from that. Don't die. Oh my gosh. Okay, so 
And Nick walks into a room. He's like, this door was closed earlier. And then he explains the difference between an intelligent haunting and a residual haunting to the, to the ghosts. And I can't decide if that's something that I think is cute or if I think he's negging the ghosts. I don't think he was explaining it to the ghosts. I think he was just explaining it on camera to the audience. But he was using his ghost voice. He may be using his ghost voice. I think it was just because he didn't want to sit there in silence. He's like, so yeah, I'm looking for intelligent hauntings, and this is what intelligent haunting is, and this is is a residual haunting. It might be also not necessarily negging a ghost, but encouraging ghosts who are there in this main to speak yeah. off. It, it came off to me as a little bit negging. Like, I didn't hear an it. intelligent haunting. Like, I, bro. <laughs> I mean, to me, it didn't sound like negging. Okay, I might just be sensitive. Yeah. Negging is when uh, Zach's like, oh, I bet there's no scary ghosts here. Oh my gosh. He's the worst. Baby negging. Not, not full on Zach negging. <laughs> but then he does get an EVP there that... Um, is saying something? Like, saying I had no something. idea what they were saying. They come back to it in Act 3. Um, but you can hear that it, that sounds like a person. Yeah, I mean, you also get... So then you go... Get Zach in by Raymond Snowden's cell, and he keeps asking for his last words. First of all, I'm pretty sure his last words would have been "fuck you." I don't know why, but that's just the vibe I got. Well, like, also he's trying to talk to him, and he's like, "You killed that woman with your little pocket knife," and with your little pocket knife is the closest to big dick energy that Zach has ever gotten. I know. That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. Oh, oh, Zach. <laughs> It was their little pocket knife. I'm like, ooh, is this little pocket knife supposed to be euphemism? I think, I think he's he's saying things, and then um, and then then he just keeps taunting him with how long he it took him to die, which I I don't know about that. Like, how can he be like? It took you 15 minutes to strangle to death. I bet that sucked. Hey, do you want to talk to me? Like, (laughs) he does this all the time. (laughs) Zach was trying to connect with him. But he was still using his taunting voice. I just imagine what going to dinner with Zach would be. <laughs> but also, it's like every time Zach. I heard and your Nick, cat recently passed away. That must have sucked. But every like, time <laughs> Zach and Nick are talking to the ghost, especially when they try to demand him to do something, I'm sure these ghosts are just like, "What the fuck are you? <laughs> Who are you? What do you want?" <laughs> Little pocket knife. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. The static camera catches yes, a shadow above Zach. He's sitting there talking. He's narrating his, his feelings. I think he just likes to narrate. He's like, I'm feeling something on my arm going up my shoulder. Is that well, you? I have cold chills throughout my entire fair, It's body. a visual medium, so if they do feel something, no, no, they no, have no. to narrate it. Oh, but he, like... it was his narration voice. So, yeah. So I think he ad-libs the narration. No, I don't think he does. I think he ad-libs some of it. I don't think he does. His yeah, voice no. is too stilted to true, be true. True, you can hear ad-lib. you can hear where there's breaks in the teleprompter. But yeah, so there's a shadow over Zach, and what's interesting is you can actually first of all, there's actually light between him and the shadow. Yes. Secondly, you could see where he's projecting a shadow from the static camera. You like, can you can actually his see his shadow. leg and his camera, so you know which direction it is. Third of all, the way the shadow was, even if it was Zach's shadow, the angle you would have to be at to get that shadow that light wouldn't would make to be, that shape. Yeah, it wouldn't make that shape, and the light would have to be in the shot. 
Yeah. It so, was like that low. You'd have to be that low and that close. And I'm sitting there like, oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah, no, it was, it was creepy as hell. Yeah, that was a good one. But he doesn't get an EVP there, which I'm happy, honestly, because you're harassing this poor murdery dude um, to talk to you. Please talk. Please talk. You didn't get your last words out. Do you want to tell me your last words? Hey, so you know how you strangled to death for 15 minutes? 15 minutes. That's a long time. Tell me your last words. Talk to me. So then he goes into the gallows room (laughs) and continues to do this, and he's playing with the noose, continuing to do this. He's playing with the noose. Like, you just have the the, the Zach Zach view camera, where he's just, like, playing with the ropes. Like, also, the gallows room was hella dusty. It was. It was super dusty. Well, he's also kicking up all the dust with the rope. And he's like... Uh, you see, he sees a shadow off camera, and then he, he's like, oh, while he's playing with the news, he's like, isn't this where you hung? Wasn't that awful? Like, dude, please stop. <laughs> and I, then he doesn't feel too well right now. Well, that, and well, count one or two. That's, that's the first one. Okay. He, he'd been good this whole time. So then after that, they go out to the Rose Garden. He just leaves. Yeah, so they go out to the Rose Garden. Apparently at some point, Aaron got rescued. And we don't know when, though. But Aaron got rescued at some point. And so they're in the Rose Garden and Aaron's snapping pictures. And I'm very proud of Zach. He debunks the orbs. He's like, it's just dust. My notes say, they're all just dust. But that's my opinion on orbs. Also, you know, they're outside. Yeah. In a garden. And he's making a very stupid face in the photo. Oh my god, it's adorable. It is adorable. So he's sitting there kneeling next to the rose book, being like, How many people have you killed? Like, so you it can't really see looks it. like he's asking the rose book. So you guys can't see it, but to emphasize that it looks like he's talking to the rose bush. See, I actually got into the mic mimicking the position that Zach was in. Hey, Rose Bush, how many people have you killed? <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently they need blood to live. <laughs> blood for the roses. Um, yeah, and I just, he's like, this is where I really think that Zach doesn't know how hanging works, because he compares, he asks if being hanged squeezed, quote, squeezed all the energy out of you to the ghosts, and I'm like, that's not how that works. That's not, that's not how any of this works. No. Like, if you're, are you thinking of strangulation? But you don't, like, if you're hung properly, you don't die of strangulation, you die of surgical dislocation. Yeah. We went over this. We just went over this. I don't think he knows how hanging works. Mm-hmm. And it, it was really starting to bother me by the end of this because... Like, we've seen that Zach and science don't know mm-hmm. this. No, he doesn't. Let's see. He does have a headache while they're talking about how the orbs are just dust. Yeah. Oh, and then it goes to commercial break. Okay, so <laughs> we need to talk about this. And there's going to be a picture of this... Um, Screen grab, and my screen grab, I mean a photo I took of our television with my phone. Um, yes. I swear to God, it's Zach trying to eat a light bulb. And I, it's a, you know how, like, going to commercials, they have this, like, creepy image that's supposed to, like, keep you creeped out. And the image they use is, I'm pretty sure it's Zach trying to eat a light bulb. Definitely Zach. And it's like, the light bulb's hanging, and he's got his head tilted back, so you just get that jaw, and his mouth is open, and it's, like, not necessarily three quarters, like, you know. It's in profile. Yeah, kind of. mostly profile. Um, at a bit of an angle. And his mouth is open, like, arf. 
It's so dorky. Like, wait, I had to pause it and be like, wait, hold up. Did I, was that getting a light bulb? What was that? They've used a lot of weird, creepy images I'm not a fan of. And that one, I was just like, what? Yeah, I, I didn't even know. I didn't even know. I didn't even know. I just... Oh, and if you're getting noises there, it's because Kim's next door neighbor has come home. And he had a lot of packages with him at his door. So many. So many. Um, so yeah, that's not like an EVP or something, don't worry. Nah, that, that's my neighbor moving his long gas box out of the way so he can get into his front door. Yeah. So, yeah, he's just taking a, taking a bite at this light bulb. Like, you dork. Dork, dork, dork. In fact, of all the creepy images they've used, this is the least creepy image. It is. Other than like a light bulb, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so we get back from commercial break, and there's just, like, a TV flashing behind him, and he starts explaining what's going on with the TV, and it's an instrumental transcommunication device. Which just sounded like bullshit! Yes, he describes it as ghost pictures on electronic devices. No, that's not even the part that sounded like bullshit to me. No, so basically what you do is you have a TV, and you have, like, a, a video camera, and you... Connect the camera to the to the TV so the TV is acting like a, a second display, and then you point the camera at the TV. So you're basically just generating a visual feedback loop, and it, it causes it to flash because that's how that's how these things work. Um, and apparently, that feedback loop can the ghost can somehow use that to create energy. To me, it just sounded like pattern recognition. It did. It sounded really bullshit. Like, such bullshit. So, then he's like, you have to invite the ghosts to come step in. And then you turn it on. And we're like, okay, buddy. Which he does. Then he shuts it off 30 seconds later. And then he goes, <clears throat> you always thank them, even if they're evil spirits or not, if they participated. Which, my notes say, Zach, always polite, even to the evil ghosts. I would like to submit for the record. Now, this is the first time that this man has ever said thank you to anything in the course of this show. No, I'm pretty sure he said thank you. I think you. he thanks the interviewer. He thanks the interviewers. I'm pretty sure he's thanked the ghost before. I think he's thanked, like, one ghost before. Oh, but I might be thinking near, of, like, a more recent episode. Nowhere near always. You always thank him. Like, bro, I would. Like, maybe they usually don't catch the thank you, but, you know, they're clearly, like, stalling for time in this episode, so... Yeah, which I think if they really wanted to, they could have given me another 10 minutes of Zach in a field of rattlesnakes. <laughs> but none of them were rattlesnakes! None of them were rattlesnakes. Um, yeah, but they do get something, and it's a silhouette of a person. It looks wonky. Um, and they say it's hooded, and they're like, clearly this is Raymond Snowden. Great-great-grandpappy hey, of Edward. <laughs> we have no proof of that at no. all. It's he's just to a, us. It's just, no, yeah, Mr. Snowden, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> like, maybe he's listening to us in his hideout in Russia, or wherever he is. I forgot we where haven't had now. any Russian listeners yet. No, we did get one from Ireland. Yes, thank you. Shout out. Um. Yeah, yeah, they really want to say, like, oh, it's clearly hooded. I'll go to my description of that later because they go to act three which is the post-production did you guess the man's name yes so it's mark and debbie yes so debbie's 
um, is looking at the EVP and they, the one that we couldn't make out. Yeah, and she says that's two ghosts apparently. One saying "Not my life," and the other one says "I'm okay." Yeah, and when they played back the enhanced version, I definitely heard "Not my life" and "I'm okay," but I couldn't tell if it was the same voice or two different voices. I didn't hear it at all, which is weird. Usually, I hear it. You don't. Yeah. So, I guess this was a, a Yanny Laurel situation. What? Did you miss that one? Do you hear Yanny or do you hear Laurel? It was big on Twitter for like literally 48 hours. Oh, yeah. I just, I ignored it. Um, speaking uh, of things that were big on Twitter. So they go into the image they got from the ITC. And which sounds like an evil organization. I'm not going to lie. use that. Um, but how I described it was like, you know that that draw your sleep paralysis demon meme that was going around like circa oh, February yeah, 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 yeah. 7th I or whatever. That. Yeah. Things that are popular on Twitter for 48 hours. That is exactly what this motherfucker looks like. His shoulders are uneven in a way that suggests that their shoulders are missing or that his shoulders don't align properly. His neck is unbelievably skinny and his head looks like a fucking alien. Yeah, I noticed that. Um, they said the head looks like a hood. And Zach is convinced the neck is skinny because of strangulation? Which I don't think that's how hanging works. It's not. Even if you're strangling, but it's not. Like, cervical dislocation, so your neck will actually extend a little bit. It'll extend, but it won't get skinnier. I mean, well, in the part where it's extended. You have the rest of your bones. You have the rest of your bones, but also, like, it does get skinnier for the rest because, you know. Then now you have an extension that doesn't have bones. Yeah, I don't, you you would not see any sort of, like, um, attenuation of the neck. Yes. Whew. Good SAT <laughs> word. SAT words. Yeah, so, in conclusion, Zach doesn't know what hanging is, and this image that they got off the ITC looks like a sleep paralysis demon. Yeah. Also, Which is not what my sleep paralysis demon is. I just realized, the ITC... Like, set up with the feedback loop and, like, it might capture images. I don't know why, but the entire thing felt like a modern art. I know. Like, like you installation. could walk to the MoMA and see that. Like, that totally felt like a modern art installation. Yeah. I wish, like, I didn't undig it. Like, you know, about how we are obsessed with screens, even if they're playing nothing. And it causes a feedback loop because we contribute content to the screens that we didn't watch and then and inspires us to make more, and... Okay, four-year-old person <laughs> that thinks millennials are too attached to their screen. <laughs> I hear you. Ooh. Content oh. creation is the devil. <laughs> I mean, come on. If you have a modern art installation like that, that's what it's that's gonna be. exactly what it's gonna be. It's gonna be about the addiction to technology and screens. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I noticed is... These, the screen and the camera are not three foot feet apart. You know, like they're pretty close together. Um, so whatever this thing is being picked up is itchy bitty bitty bitty. Oh! Well, Mark says that, like, you know, this is classic for what the, he says. He calls it a holographic image. Like, but there's not a lot of, I'm like, I. We mean different things when we say holographic. But I, I think he, I when he uses the term holographic image, I don't think he means holographic like we typically no, no, understand. No. 
Um, and, I, and the way he explained it definitely yes, like, made it I was sound like, like me, definitely he, like you know showed that he know that he realizes that this is a different meaning from one that we're used to associated with that word. Um, unpopular opinion: hollow makeup is not holographic at all. Fight me in the pit. <laughs> anyway. So he's like, yeah, no, this is typical. Like this one won't be like a full body, like full body apparition. It's not completely coming in. Like you have like not a whole body or whatever. I'm like, just say with your words for me, bro, that it looks like a fucking sleep paralysis demon that you would know about. But that's what it looked like. I'm sorry, my bracelets are dangling. But I, um, <laughs> I don't know because I don't have a sleep paralysis demon. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Yeah, I've never had sleep paralysis. Yay! I've had insomnia. No. Mine's been kicking up. Yeah, I've never experienced sleep paralysis. Honestly, for me, it's worse in the winter, which kind of makes sense. Watch with my luck, I'm totally gonna get sleep paralysis too. I hope I said. not. It's not fun. <laughs> I would be terrified, but yeah, I've never had sleep paralysis. I've had um, the thing where you like are running in your dream, you like twitch. You have the, the exploding head syndrome, where like you're falling asleep and your entire body jerks. No, um, no. Oh, but I have had the. I feel like I'm falling, and I woke up and I fell out of bed. Oh no! I had that a lot when I was a kid. Oh no! I didn't really fall out of my. Bed oh, I also before. had the whole like you know I'm falling or tripping in a dream, and I like put out my foot to stop myself. I also have the, um, I will steal all the covers from you in the middle of the night. Though. Same. Oh, that's going to be fun. My katsu, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to the convention. Actually, by the time this episode premieres, we will have, we will have just come back from this convention. So this and... is a good break for you. We're going to a convention. So who do you think wins the tug of war for the buckets? I think one of us gets up and steals the extra covers, and I think it's me, and I think I do it before we even go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently um i was with a friend and in the middle of the night and i have no recollection for this she told me about it the next morning i got up i took the covers <laughs> off of her <laughs> and wrapped them around myself and she was just like what oh my gosh no we've shared a bed without having any so I think yeah. you'll be fine. I, just, I still feel so bad about that. Where I just like, like it happened a few years ago, but I still feel so bad. I can't believe like sleeping me did that. I just like took off the cover because <laughs> it wasn't even like I just I pulled them too tight or whatever. I apparently got up, <laughs> yoink, yoink them off of her, and went back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done that. I do steal blankets. Uh, although, I've also done that to Alex before, apparently. Okay, but he deserves it. Sorry, Alex. He doesn't deserve it. No, he really does not because I think it's you. It's good to me, and also, like, it causes his back to seize up. Oh, no. Because then it's exposed to the cold. Oh, no. Yeah, he needs to get more blankets, then. Yeah. I don't do it when I'm at his place, though. Because <laughs> at your place, you're like, no, they're mine. <laughs> no, uh, I just feel blankets. I've never yoked them off of somebody. I do, apparently, in my quest for warmth, um, snuggle up to you, and then you will keep moving towards the side of the bed, and then I will continue snuggling until I push you off the bed. Um, not you in particular. But yeah, not me in particular. Do you know me? I'd be like, okay. 
Yeah, you wouldn't move. But if you tried to move to give me space, don't do that. As long as I'm little spoon, it's fine. <laughs> no, you don't have to be the big spoon. <laughs> I don't want to be big spoon. <laughs> For the record, I'm like a full five inches taller than him. I'm tiny. <laughs> I am all of five feet tall. Yeah. Kim is, um, Kim is fun size. Yes. I am fun size. <laughs> no, my boyfriend is six foot four. We, we make an interesting couple. Oh, head and shoulders. Head and shoulders above you. It's cute. Yeah. I, I, if I wear heels, I come up to, like, his chest. And not his diaphragm. <laughs> All the easier for headbutts. <laughs> when he's annoyed at me, he'll um take stuff and put them on the high shelves. Oh no! <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm short of shit, y'all. No, you're just dating someone who's like unusually tall. No, seriously. Even at work, like one day I was putting away supplies. I was like hopping to put something on a bit of a higher shelf. So my lab mate comes and takes it from me and just puts it on the higher shelf for me. And I'm just like, thanks. thanks. <laughs> no, I'm I'm of a nicely average height, honestly, and it's okay. I have really comfy boots that I love that add two inches to my height, and I'm like, oh so this is where it's like to be slightly normal size. It's like normal size. No, I still have to climb to get to top shelves. I just have no issue climbing on things. Uh, rolly office chairs that would make OSHA cry if they saw me climbing on them. Yeah. Um, Been there, done that. Countertops. I've climbed people. on. I've climbed on cardboard boxes. Those are dangerous because you never know when they're gonna go. Yep. At least you can feel with a rolly chair. Nope. I've climbed on cardboard boxes. I like rolly chairs. If you if you do it right, you can even get some movement on purpose. Um, I've also let's see, I've climbed on roller chairs, I've climbed on tables, I've climbed on regular chairs, I've climbed on computers, I've climbed on speakers. Yes. I've climbed on people. People. People are the best. I climb on all the things. <laughs> it's fine. When you gotta reach that shelf, you gotta reach that shelf. Yeah, I'm a walking, like, slip and fall hazard. <laughs> Again, this podcast is brought to you by OSHA. Thank you, OSHA. <laughs> Thank you, OSHA. <laughs> so, yeah, so the episode ends with us talking to Mark and Debbie, and they're like, yep, you caught some interesting stuff now. And they also did a shadow, and they're like, oh, shit, that's creepy. And that's it. Yeah, they're basically like, yes, you're right, that is creepy. And we at home are like, Yes, this is so. So we learned that Zach is scared of snakes. Oh my gosh. Zach will run like a little girl from snakes. Zach is a baby about snakes. Like, I'm afraid of many things in this life. But the way Zach is afraid of snakes is the same way I react to, like, roaches. Also, he doesn't know what a rattlesnake is. He doesn't know what a rattlesnake is. Doesn't know how hanging works. Nope. I'm a little upset that he didn't just, cl- like, climb onto one of his friends to get away from the snakes. That's what <laughs> I would do. No, because they had the cameras. Okay. They each have two hands. One can hold two cameras. And the other one can hold me. <laughs> That's how I feel about roaches. There was a silverfish at my desk at work once, and I almost quit. Yeah, meanwhile, <laughs> there's me. I just take off my shoe, smash it to bits. I'm like, we good. 
We are not guilty. Yeah, no. When I was in middle school, um, somehow, I was always the one who had killed bugs. <laughs> not any of the boys. Me. I'm not about that. Like, and I just remember, everyone, I remember, because everyone freaked out, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, and I just take off my shoe, find it, slap, that, there, no more roach, and go back to whatever I was doing. One time, I was talking to my boyfriend, Alex, on... No, we, these are two different, different Alexes. Alexes. Yeah. Um, on Discord, he's starting to fall asleep, and I'm minding my own business, and a bug crawls over my shoulder, and I scream like the dickens, and poor dear, he had that directly in his ear. To be fair, bugs on me, I don't do them. Nope, 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 nope. It snuck up on me, and I, I shrieked directly into his ear, woke him from nearly being asleep. He was very nice about it. Yeah, yeah. well, that's how he reacts. I was really expecting him to be like, ah, and like leap onto somebody, be like, catch me, Aaron, take me from this place. <laughs> and Aaron is a beautiful baby boy and would have done it. Yes. You would have been like, there, there, Zach, I got you. Aaron's too good, too pure for this show. He's too pure for this show. The cinnamon roll. He is such a cinnamon roll. I wish Nick wouldn't do Zach's style provocation. Find your own style of provocation. Or, better yet, don't. <sighs> yeah. I those easy spirits. A wink. Oh, he wasn't that bad this episode. No. He wasn't as mean. He wasn't as mean. He was just really, really into this poor dead murderer. <laughs> this poor dead murderer <laughs> yes who like shanks someone with a pocket knife to death 37 times to death severing her spinal cord to death no shit Sherlock <laughs> he's awful does that mean someone should go and be like hey so you strangled to death didn't that suck well you've we've seen from previous episodes that Zach like has a habit of hey you know this awful thing that happened to you tell me all about it Seriously, he would be the worst on a date. <laughs> that's how he makes conversation? Well, that's how he makes conversation dead things. I'm not convinced that's not how he also makes conversation with living Well, things. you know what? We're just going to have to find out. All right, Kim, those goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Zach B- Baggins, if you're listening, um, or Zach Baggins, Baggins, I still can't pronounce his name when I'm not listening to it, and it's a problem. Teach us how to say your name, bro. So, so Kim can shout it. <laughs> Zach Baggins, if you're listening, uh, I will go on a date with you for science. <laughs> so, and by for science, I mean so I could prove to my podcast audience that, you know, you wouldn't be a terrible date. I don't know if our entire podcast audience believes that he would be a terrible date, but I do. Date Kim to prove to me that you would not be a terrible date. Do note that this would be a one-date deal, because I have a wonderful boyfriend who I've been with for seven years. Who <laughs> would probably take offense if it was for anything other than science. Yeah. So yeah. No, you'll just have a 6'4 dude sitting two tables away glaring at you the entire time. It'll be fine. Yeah, 6'4 dude, former sniper. He got muscles. He big. I mean, he can lift like 250 pounds. He can lift you back. He can lift them. Just deadlift you back. Yep. I mean, he asked you to work. He can also kill you with a variety of drugs, just saying. 
We're not going to specify what he does because it's better this way. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Apparently, if one of us needs to be given up for the greater good, it's going to end up being me. I can just see your Alex sitting there, like, cracking his knuckles, maintaining eye contact, not blinking. Yeah. You'd have too much fun. Or we can help bring my Uncle John into this. Date him. <laughs> well, you know what this means? We gotta do fields at Vegas now. I've never been to Vegas. I have, it's fun. I hear the drinks are cheap for Vegas. Yes. I like alcohol. I like alcohol too. Let's go to Vegas. Let's go to Vegas. Just not in June. No. Because my parents are gonna be there on a conference. I don't wanna I don't wanna get drank with your parents. Oh getting drunk with my parents is fun. I don't want to. Oh yes you do. I don't know if that's true. I respect them so much. Getting drunk with my parents is fun. You, you respect them so much, but meanwhile, my parents will be like forcing drinks down your throat. Yes, and I'd have to drink them because I respect them so much. <laughs> and then I'll get drunk. And I am not parental approved when I'm drunk. Neither am I. But <laughs> your parents is different. <laughs> oh, I still get my mother taught yelling at me calling language. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's great. I was telling them about this podcast. My dad was like, I want to listen. And my mom was like, yeah, I want to listen to something like I'm like, okay. We use the fuck word, like, constantly. Yeah. And my dad's like, okay, Ann. And my mother rolled her eyes and was like, really? Did you have to? <laughs> That's why my parents will listen to this podcast. And if yeah. they ask me, I'd be like, Mom, Dad, I use the F word. You cannot listen. My dad doesn't care. We make allusions to sex, parents. That thing I don't have. Yeah, also my mother wouldn't care about that either. She my only dad care- would. She would care if I was having sex, which I am not. See? We clearly very much expect our parents to eventually listen to this. <laughs> yes. uh, but if I'm making sex jokes, she doesn't care. My, my mother... My mother's made a couple of very, very dirty jokes in the past. Oh my gosh, that sounds wonderful. I, I, I've had to sit there and do a double take. The brain, with the brain bleeds on him. I turned 18 and my parents turned off on me for Thursday hat. Kim's parents are great. I really <laughs> like them. <laughs> I know. They're wonderful. I joke about them, but they're wonderful. I don't know, maybe I'll have my dad guest star one day. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna spit beer out my nose. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, Dad liked watching the show with me when I was dead. Oh my gosh, that'd be so great. We're gonna lose our minds. Our minds. <laughs> I was gonna say a kidney. I don't know why. <laughs> you can't laugh a kidney out of your body. <laughs> That's just because you haven't tried hard enough. <laughs> when we get Kim's dad, y'all, that's gonna be lit. Get my dad, maybe my mom. We'll get my mom drunk first. Yeah, yeah. As long as we have margaritas, it's fine. You know what? I can make a margarita. I just can't break one. No tequila? I get migraines. Lucky the tequila. Yeah. I also can't drink agave syrup because I also get migraines. All right, so that, unless you want to hear us like ramble more about my parents. Oh, we should do, like, a special, like, Rambly episode. Patreon. Yeah. 
We should get on that. We should start our Patreon so that you can give us, like, an dollar. Yes. <laughs> and listen to us ramble. Which I feel like is the best part of the show anyway. Alright. Alright, everybody. Thank you for listening. This has been Stop Running From This, a Ghost Adventure interview podcast. I'm Kim. And I'm Sam. You can catch us on iTunes or Spotify. We are finally got that recognition. Yes. Kim is the boss. Uh, you can also follow us on social media. We are on Twitter at SRFT Podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at Stop Running From This Podcast. You can email us at Stop Running From This Podcast at gmail.com. Yes. I think that's all of our social media channels. We don't have a Facebook group yet. Yet. Um, we should get on that. I don't use Facebook, though. So, by we, I mean, you mean me. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, look, it's us! We have pictures! <laughs> so, thank you, Sam, for revealing on our podcast who does all the social media. <laughs> okay, let me just say, first and foremost... Kim is the genius behind this podcast, also the hard work. I just come here to eat her food, drink her beer, and talk on her podcast. <laughs> and I love you. I love you too. Okay. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we will catch you next week for episode five, Riddle House. That sounds so cool. It's going to be great. We're so excited. All right. We're... Catch us every Wednesday on iTunes, Spotify, or our website. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. I'm short of shit, y'all.